Hey, what's going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the seven game NBA main slate on Friday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I made daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. If you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, they're also up on Apple Podcasts. We'll link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, I'll offer that on Patreon.com and Esports Package, which includes Call of Duty and CSGO, as well as an NBA package. And I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. If you guys are not familiar with Prize Picks, if you're the first time watching these videos, uh, the idea is you take over under at fantasy points, prize picks will, will post fantasy projections, uh, and these will move throughout the day. So if you like, if you see one that you think is either too high or too low, you should jump, you should jump on it then. And they have every single sport you can think of, MLB, uh, PGA, eSports, soccer, yeah, everything. So, um, and you can mix and match sports too, which I, I think is, is really, uh, really cool. And again, it's a, it's a nice change of pace from DraftKings because you're not playing against anyone. You're playing against the house. If you guys want to try it out, you can sign up and just go DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You'll get a 100% match up to $100. You put $100 in, you get $200 to play with. And finally, I want to thank you guys again for the continued support. And apologize for not being able to live stream uh, today, but I'll be back uh, live streaming tomorrow. Um, if you guys do enjoy this content, if you have a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. Again, we'll be doing the YouTube live stream tomorrow, and let's aim for 150 likes on this video. Again, closing in at a 9,000 subscriber mark. So also, if you're watching this and you're not subscribed, please hit that subscribe button. It does help me out uh, as well. All right, so before we talk about players and their prices for the seven-game slate, we can look back and line up here from Thursday. So Thursday, honestly, I wasn't, again, wasn't following the games too closely. Uh, did end up getting in the cash in the low dollar stuff in the high dollar. Literally missed by, uh, literally was one, one out from the money. So two points off the money. Painful. Definitely painful. Plus the fact that uh, two of my stars were low owned and in blowouts hurts, right? Because... If that Charlotte Chicago game just stays close and that New Orleans Orlando game just stays close, it's going to be a pretty big night for myself. But uh, man, I can get out of the way so you guys can see. Basically, just again, story of the blowouts, uh, it seemed like on this slate. So, uh, my lineup I went with Killen Hayes, Terry Rozier, Josh Jackson, Zion, Mo Bamba, Derek White, Kelvin Johnson, Isaiah Stewart. And I told you guys, right, it was a Spurs back to back. I'm like, be careful here. Uh, we're going to get popped, and sure enough, got popped before the game, basically. So, got uh, DeJounte Murray and uh, Patty Mills getting ruled out for rest. Then I'm like, okay. So, I, I have a pretty clear idea of what I want to do with those two out. And then, sure enough, DeMar DeRozan, close to lock, gets ruled out, too. I'm just like, this is so typical Popovich. But, um, yeah, so, once that happened, I got on to Derek White and Keldon Johnson. I pivoted from, it was... Kobe White, was Kobe White, was Kobe White and Sadiq Bay. I pivoted to Derek White and Keldon Johnson because I needed some Spurs exposure once DeRozan got rolled out too. I still stuck with three Pistons. Killing Hayes, solid. Josh Jackson was fantastic at only 35% ownership. And then Isaiah Stewart, a little bit disappointing. Not going to lie, I expected a little bit more. But like he wasn't like terrible. I uh, went for 26.75 fancy points. So um, basically I had a stack of that game. And then again, my stars, low owned Rogier was not playing great. Like I won't lie. He wasn't having an amazing game. He plays the fourth quarter. He probably gets close to 40 and again, close to value. And then Zion Williamson was playing really good, but the magic are just terrible and it just got blown out. So 
Ugh, painful. Painful just because, again, right on the money line with two my two stars in blowouts. And Mo Bamba, once we got the news that Wendell Carter Jr. is out, I thought he was a clear value play. Only 65% owned. I was surprised it wasn't higher in this. Um, but, yeah, that is it for the look back, guys. Hope you had a good night. And let's talk about this seven-game slate on Friday. So, real quick. We can take a look at the Vegas odds here with the Clippers and the Rockets. The 221.5 over under. The Clippers are 11.5 point favorites. A Wizards and Thunder, a 230 over under. The Wizards are 9 point favorites. Cavs and Hornets, a 209 over under. The Hornets are 1 point favorites. Nuggets, Warriors, a 228 over under. The Nuggets are 3 point favorites. And Grizzlies, Blazers, late night hammer here, 233 over under. Blazers are 3.5 point favorites. I think that one looks pretty good. All right, so let's start off with Miami and Atlanta. On the Miami side, it's a good matchup here. Jimmy Butler, Bam and Abayo at the top. I think they're both decent options. Um, you know, Jimmy should play 35-plus Mets, has triple-double upside. Bam and Abayo, um, you know, I think if Clint Capella is out, he should be able to feast against that Atlanta front court. So the top two guys for Miami, I think both look pretty solid with Jimmy and Bam. And I don't know if I get to anyone else on this team with those two in. Like, uh, where's Kendrick Dunn? Kendrick Dunn's at 5-1. He still uh, did play 34 minutes that last game for um, for the Heat, but eh, I just I don't know if I can confidently get to anyone else on this roster when Jimmy and Bam are both healthy. Now, on the Atlanta side, what we know is Trey Young is out. Clint Capella questionable. Please play. Please. Basically, my best ball comes down to if Clint Capella plays, I have a really good shot of moving on to the finals. If Clint Capella misses this game, I'm in trouble. So, going to be a Friday sweat of the injury report for me. Please, please play Capella. Um, Yeah, if Capella does play, I think he's a good tournament play. He has been unbelievable recently. Just double-double machine, blocking shots, getting some steals. It's not the best matchup, but hey, if he plays, I'm fine going there for tournaments. Now, um, with Trey Young being out, Bogdan Madonovic should be the number one on offense. He should play huge minutes. The issue is just right, the price. He's like 8K, 7.8K. It's not like we're getting him at a discount. So I don't think he's like a plug-and-play here, but I think he's still viable for, for GPPs. Now, John Collins is 6'8". They've kind of been taking it easy on his minutes since he returned from injury three games ago. If Clint Capella is out, that is a bigger boost to Collins, but still, like, would we get, you know, 30-plus minutes from him? I'm not, you know, convinced on it based on what we've seen recently with his minutes. Let's see. Uh, Gallinari is currently questionable. That's one more piece we're waiting on. Kevin Herter at 5'8". Like, he'll play the big minutes, but normally doesn't really have the upside. Again, he had that one forty-six fantasy point game. But other than that, he's been he usually hovers in like the mid twenties uh, for fantasy points. The guy that I think would stand out, assuming he assuming he starts with no Trey Young, is Brandon Goodwin. Three point four K is just too cheap. Uh, again, we've seen uh, in a couple games that Trey Young missed earlier. He played 37, 37 minutes. Um, you know, since then, obviously, you know, he's coming off the bench and hasn't played a ton, but. If he starts here, I think he's probably one of the best values in the slate for sure. And then you could even take a shot at Lou Williams for, uh, you know, GPPs. Minutes, I think probably 25-ish. Again, of no Trey Young, like there is a lot of usage to go around. So, um, and then if Capella is, doesn't play, in a, I, I, they have a couple of different options they can go to. They're gonna start, they can start a Congo and then Collins to the four. 
Or maybe if Gallinari plays, they can move Collins to the five and Gallinari to the four, and then Collins becomes more appealing. So right now, again, it's a little bit hard to say uh, because we're still waiting on a couple of pieces there for Atlanta. I'm moving on to Boston. So good matchup here. Uh, Jalen Brown, we don't know his status. He, he did not play uh, the game today. Robert Williams, Evan Fournier, don't expect either of them to play either, but I think there's there's a, there's a slight chance that they could be available. So that's another, again, uh, piece of news we'll have to wait on. Jason Tatum at the top at 10K has uh, last couple games has shot 3 of 17 and 3 of 17. So not great. Has still put up some pretty big games though. Uh, or not, you know, not big games. So I say like decent fantasy scores for shooting that bat, right? 48 and 40 fantasy points for shooting 3 of 17 in both those games. Like imagine if he has a better shooting game. So if there's no Jalen Brown, if Fournier is still out too, I think Tatum is someone you could get to at the top. So I don't think he continues to shoot that bat. Now Kemba Walker, it's a back-to-back. I don't even know if we've seen a Kemba play in a back-to-back this year. So I think there's a chance he might rest this one. If he does rest, then a guy like Marcus Smart becomes like a pretty good play at 6.9K. He'll probably man more of the point guard duties than maybe a guy like Peyton Pritchard at 3.7 if he starts. Uh, Tristan Thompson at 4.9 should play, you know, over 30 minutes. Again, safer value play. And then I saw Jabari Parker. How many minutes did he finish? Still only 15. Uh, he's a good offensive player, but probably not someone I can get to unless like he randomly picks up a start. So, um, that's a wrap for Boston. Let's move on to Brooklyn. Kevin Durant currently questionable. If Kevin Durant misses, the final going right back to Kyrie Irving. You know, not necessarily the best matchup, but a revenge game narrative. He had a monster game last game. Uh, if Kevin Durant plays, then I'm probably just going to stay away from the Brooklyn team. And even if, if Kevin Durant misses, I don't know if I get to the secondary pieces for Brooklyn. It will depend on what they do with the starting lineup. You know, who starts the five, whether it be Blake or DeAndre Jordan. Uh, you know, guys like Shamit, Green, Bruce Brown are playable, but really would, would want to see what they do with the starting lineup here. Uh, and again, obviously got to keep an eye on Kevin Durant news is huge. Cleveland and Charlotte. So the Cleveland Cavaliers, when fully healthy, are just a team I don't have a ton of interest in. The two guards, Sexton and Garland, are both playable in a good matchup. Um, Jared Allen, Kevin Love secondary options for me i think my favorite point per dollar play is probably garland on cleveland um you know he's been pretty consistent he has like if you just look at his box scores like the last like 10 games he's gotten at least like 35 fans points in each of those games and he's below 7k and it's a good matchup so like garland is probably the guy i get to first if i'm going to pick someone at cleveland i know sexton has has had back-to-back 40 plus fans point games um, pumping the brakes a little bit here, though. I think, again, I, I would rather get to Garland over uh, Sexton. On the Charlotte side, so uh, Terry Rozier definitely in play for tournaments. Again, had a bad shooting game, and they got blown out today. Uh, but previous games, he's been playing about 40 minutes, and has had some good upside. So uh, definitely have some interest there in Rozier for GPPs. PJ Washington, like, what happened? Again, I, like, I was not following these games. 13 minutes? excuse me did he get in like it doesn't i don't think he got injured Thir- 13 minutes for pj washington after playing 34 and 35 the previous two games Alrighty then <laughs> that makes uh zero sense so obviously can't get to pj with confidence uh based on what we saw tonight 
And then I don't even know if I can get to anyone else on this Charlotte Hornets team. So let's move on to the Clippers and the, the Houston Rockets. And the Clippers side, Paul George, I think this is one of the best benefits of the slate. Great matchup. As long as this game stays close, should play 35-plus minutes. So really, really do like Paul George. The rest of Clippers kind of priced up from when Paul George was out and Kawhi was out. Um, I don't know if I get to anyone else. Like Marcus Morris, Reggie Jackson, both fine plays. No priority plays, though. Uh, on the Houston side, I think John Wall is the guy I look to. Like him for tournaments. I know it's not the best matchup. Uh, he was on pace for a pretty good game there against the Jazz, and it blew out. So uh, John Wall is probably the guy I get to 7-5. Uh, Again, he does have upside and is a pretty high usage guy. Again, no Kevin Porter Jr. in this offense too. So I actually do like John Wall a good amount for tournaments. Would Olenek fine as well, but Wall would probably be the first guy I get to if I'm going to play someone in Houston. Uh, House is back, so it kind of takes the secondary guys out of play for me for Houston. Washington and OKC. So on the Wizards side, uh, Westbrook, again, just... I think he's just a safe spend up every single slate. Going to play close to 40 minutes. It's the triple-double upside. It's a great matchup. Revenge game narrative, too. So, yeah, uh, Russell Westbrook looks really good. Brad Beal is playable. More of a GBP play at his price. As far as value goes for Washington, so obviously, again, sadly, Denny's out for the season. Davis Bertans, a guy I do not like playing, but I think we probably get around 30 minutes from him. Again, he's score-independent, so that is the risk, but playable for value. And then Daniel Gafford. Did play 24 minutes at last game against Golden State. Like we finally saw a boost in his minutes. He's a really good point from a guy. And you saw it happen when he played over 20 minutes. Went for 38 fancy points. So I actually do kind of like Daniel Gafford here. Do I trust he's going to play 24 minutes again? No. Uh, but he's the upside is there. And if the he's kind of like a Boucher, right? Like If the minutes do end up being there, then he could crush. Uh, and the last one I mentioned is Roll Neto. He started the last couple of games. He played 36 minutes the last game. Not a super high usage guy, but if he starts again at this price point, yeah, I have interest. So uh, it pains me to say, but there are some secondary plays for Washington I do kind of like. On the Oklahoma City side, depends on Lou Dort. If Lou Dort plays, viable for tournaments, because in the games he's played, he's been phenomenal. So, yeah, if Lou Dort plays, you can go there for tournaments. If Lou Dort misses, then we can get to like a combination of Baisley, Pogoshevsky, uh, uh, Maladon, Kenneth Williams, Roby, all become pretty solid plays. Roby in his first game, uh, let's see, he missed one game, right? And he played, yeah, he played 28 minutes. Like 4.3K does seem a little bit too cheap for him. There, there's some interesting plays here for the Thunder. Is there one standout? No. But, like, I think that the that, that group I mentioned with, like, Roby, Williams, Maladon, Pogoshevsky, Baisley all look pretty solid. And probably at least one or two of those guys get there. All right, two games left. So Denver and Golden State, really good matchup here. Jokic at the top. I think it's like one of the better spin-ups of the slate. Should be able to feast against his Golden State front court. Secondary place for, for Denver, not much here. Again, Rivers is in the rotation, so that kind of hurts Camposo and Dozier. Um, if I had to pick one of the guards, it would be Dozier because he's the cheapest of the bunch. Also a small forward eligibility. Uh, moving on to Golden State. So Steph Curry, after he was the absolute chalk last slate, again, finally came back down to earth, uh, shot 7 of 25, and went for 38 fans points. Now, this is going to lower the ownership, right? He burned a, a ton of people. This is where I'm fine hopping back on Steph Curry at low ownership, right? Uh, because he's a guy that the floor is still there, but the ceiling is really high when he's getting it going. So I do like stuff for tournaments, and I think the ownership will be a lot lower uh, on this slate. Um, Draymond Green is at 6.9K. Just I just don't know what to make of him. I don't. I've talked about it a lot recently. I just I don't understand. He he has some. He goes on stretches where he crushes, and then he'll go on stretches where he is not great. And he's a guy that can do it all. I, I don't know what to make of Draymond Green. I think he's still in play, but yeah, just puzzling right now. Wiggins, Ubre, 
meh, probably not going to get to either of them. Now, Bazemore uh, started, and he played 35 minutes last game. He went for 50-plus fancy points. Now, um, Damian Lee was, two games ago, the reason Bazemore got limited was Damian Lee played 32 minutes. So, if Bazemore starts again, yeah, you, I, I have some interest in him for value. I just, I don't know what the mint's going to be like. I don't think we get 35 again from him. So, keep an eye on that Golden State starting lineup. Possibly some value there. Although, and then, uh, Kavon Looney at 3.9K. Just because Denver is a big front court, uh, obviously, with Jokic. And it's like, Golden State, they really don't have anyone else to get throw on them. So, Looney, I think, will probably have to play around 30 minutes. I think he's in play for value. Final game, Memphis and Portland. This one looks pretty appealing. John Morant, one of my favorite plays of the slate. Really, really like him with no JV. Just gets a massive usage usage bump. Um, yeah, I think Ja is, uh, again, really, really good play on the slate. Triple J, not going to go to him in that price. Uh, Tillman, if he starts again, is playable. Should get, you know, around 25 minutes at 4.6K. He's a decent point per minute guy. I'm not sure if we get to anyone else on the Memphis side. Finally, Portland. So Lillard, McCollum, the top, both fine options if i had to pick one it would be lillard i think he has a little more upside than cj again good matchup here uh paul just a guy i don't really like playing Cantor, kind of out of play for me nurkic intrigues me here and the reason i say that is he played 29 minutes that last game against denver if we're gonna get close to 30 minutes from yusuf nurkic against this memphis front court at 5-2 he is too cheap so i actually do have a good amount of interest in yusuf nurkic i think he's underpriced if he's going to play close to 30 minutes. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the video today. So if you haven't enjoyed, if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate it if you have a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't know to upload videos, you don't know live, and I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow. Thanks again. Have a good night, guys, and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.